Welcome, everyone, to a, another edition of the Talking Ball Y'all Picayune Postgame Podcast. I'm David Burnett. I'm going to be joined by Slick and our sideline guy, Darren Uzel, following a 35-7 victory over D'Iberville. Man, what a game tonight. Offense, offense was rolling. Defense almost had a shutout late in the game. D'Iberville was able to get seven on the board. I'm going to run through the stats real quick and get them out the way. Um, offensively, Dante had 10 carries for 224 yards and one reception for 11 yards. Darrell Smith had one carry for 25 yards and he had a touchdown. And then Chris Davis had six carries for 67 yards. The uh, Brady Robinson was two for three, 41 yards. And one of his, his big pass play went to BJ Ducree, one for 30 yards. And what's crazy about Ducree, I'm just gonna throw it right up there to Slick. We, we, you mentioned him on the preview episode. If you wanna go back and listen as we discuss this game against Diabville and the dude shows up and gets a catch. Yeah, it was big. I mean, you know, again, the fact that they've got confidence in him, not only come in and play at that tight end position, but also to, to catch the ball. I, don't, I, th I think it's our first catch from our tight end position this year. And it was a, a big position for us last year. Uh, you know, once it's Martin's exited, we wondered who was going to step up and play that. And, you know, having a guy like JB go both ways, I don't think is really in the card. So you're glad that a sophomore can come in and play that role and, and did a really good job in the blocking game tonight. Yeah, we mentioned him because of how he's improved through the first game. I think we seen JB was cramped. He cramped up that first game against Poplarville, but the dude was playing so much. And I think they didn't have confidence in Ducree. I think we started seeing it and we mentioned it on the podcast. And then here he goes and gets a catch for 30 yards on a beautiful throw from uh, Brady. And his one incompletion Brady had tonight, he was two for three, was a tip ball that could have been caught I mean, it wasn't a perfectly thrown ball, but it, he, he had another bad luck tip ball interception. So, uh, man, he's just had bad luck on the, uh, the tip balls, and the defense has been there to get them. Tonight, man, I, I mean, we talked a little bit about it, and I mentioned it to Coach Stogner in an interview. I thought the offensive line really started to step it up in the second half against Gulfport. And then it carried over this week. You had Revenge Week, and we beat it up and down in our preview episode. The players and coaches talked about it afterwards. We're going to talk – I'm going to ask you one question. I know we weren't going to talk much about it, Rick. Now we got to move forward. How does – do you think this revenge game is going to linger? No, no, not at all, man. And I really I, – I talked about this a little bit, you know, opening up tonight. I think it was really nothing more than just bulletin board material for this coaching staff to use if they needed to this week. Right, you get you come out one week of practice. People are loafing; uh, they're not focused. Hey, this is the team that beat us last year. I think that's really as far as it went, because, it, like you said, this game doesn't matter a whole lot in the grand scheme of things. So, just for that reason, I think it was enough to get these kids fired up. And you know, um, I, and I think really, I mean, it was our our starters pitched a shutout tonight, so that was good. Yeah, we keep our uh, scoring average on defense at seven. It's been seven, seven, seven. So they've gave they've given up. 28 total points through four games. Darren, man, we're we going to get this mic stuff worked out. If you've been listening to our broadcast on MixLR, search Picayune, follow. Darren does our sideline. Darren, um, give your thoughts on tonight's game, and then we're going uh, to move on to something else. But uh, talk a little bit about what you've seen from Picayune tonight against the Iville. I, I saw I saw a group of seniors that really led this team tonight. And... 
Uh, you, you can't you can't be more proud of these seniors the way they come out and, and Darnell Smith. I mean, you can tell that uh, we were, that we were lacking him and missing him on, on the field. But his senior le leadership tonight, along with Dowdale, Wells, Thibodeau. I mean, I can go on and on and name these seniors tonight. They just played an outstanding game. The first half we had some calls on us that. Uh, you, you know, it, it was a little iffy and some it was questionable. Then you had a tip inter interception, as you said earlier. But other than that, they played a great game, and I, I'm just proud of these seniors. Man, good point with Darnell. We talked about it. I, I didn't know if he was going to be back. We kind of knew he had practiced, but I wasn't going to say that in a preview episode because I didn't want to get ahead of it and, and say something that maybe wasn't going to happen. But, uh, man, Darnell back is a big help to this def uh, offense, I mean, from that fullback position. All right, so we played four, Rick, or slick. I should say slick. I got to get in the habit of saying slick all the time. We played four games. I called it preseason. You can call it non-conference, non-district, non however you want non-region, however you want to label it. Give me the bright spots that you've seen from this team through four games. I'll get Darren's opinion on his bright spots. I'll give mine, and then we'll move to what we think they need to work on. So what I, what I love, Dave, about going in, into district tonight, because again, you're going to have things that you're going to go back and look at on film that, that you need to fix. But what I've loved to see is we've always known who our 11 is going to be on offense, who our 11 is going to be on defense. But we've had a few question marks with what's our backup look like? What's the third guy that comes in look like? And now I think you take those question marks away in many of these positions and you put periods there now. You know that you can count on a guy like Mike Smith, big number 77, to come in and play. Uh, we know that, um, you know, just looking at guys like Tyrell McGill can come in and play some defense. McGee can come in and play some defense. Uh, we know that uh, Jeremiah Conti could come in and play some linebacker. So we've, we've kind of, you know, we, we feel good when those guys are on the field to come in in relief of those positions. We've already mentioned Ducree. We feel good when he's on the field tonight. I think that you don't see the level of play that you're seeing from JB these last couple of games without Ducree. So now you're confident there. So I think we've we've answered more of those questions with who else do we have here, right? I mean, and we know we, we're loaded in the backfield. Uh, guys that would probably be, um, their, their faces would be on the programs at most most uh, high school football schools. People like Nike and uh, Chris, Durrell. Those guys are all, you know, kind of in backup roles on offense. And I think that as we get into district play and some of these other games, we'll start to see um, you know, some of these guys that leave their primary position and, and get some reps at their secondary position. Uh, I think that there'll, there'll be probably some games in district that we'll get to see uh, Hickman at quarterback. We'll see Darrell at, at tailback. And we got to see, you know, some of our young guys, and those are, are pivotal snaps, man. And, you know, we say our white defense and our, our uh, scout offense, these are the guys that make our starters better on offense and defense every week. And to see those guys get in and get reps and to get coached up by Coach Smith and to get coached up by, by Coach Hayden in, in live game, you know, they, they played good. They, they did well, man. I mean, they kind of look like a deer in a headlight at times, but you would expect that. They're going to get more and more valuable snaps, and that's just pivotal, man, for this team. Darren, we'll move to you. The bright spots you've seen through four games, um, this is your first year to really cover them like Slick and I have been doing. So uh, get just, you know, you ain't got to name a bunch, just some of the few things that you've seen. I mean, I'm, you see good quarterback play. We're, we're seeing that. We, each game is better and better. Uh, the center to quarterback exchange as well. Um, I, you know what, I, 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 what I've seen the last few games is 
he's Coach Stogner's distributing the ball, him and Feely, and, and they're not running Dante to death and Chris to death. They they giving Ratcliffe the ball and and Darnell the ball. I mean, so we're going into district with fresh tread on the tires, and I think that's a bright spot. Yeah, that's a great point, uh, Darren. Um, I mean, Slicks brought that up a lot. You know, when we we talk about Dante's carries, he had a lot against Gulfport. We, we don't really want to see him get that many or have to get that many, but it's pretty easy to pull him out when you get up 35 to nothing on D'Iberville. My bright spot is, the, I'm going to piggyback off of you, Slick, because that's kind of where I was going to go. And we're also building for district, but you're also building your program when you're able to put these guys in there. You got Cooper, who I interviewed, I mean, interviewed a couple weeks ago, Slick. He didn't want to play offense, and he's out here running the ball, and he's running it like, I mean, he played very well from that fullback position. So um, seeing some of these younger guys come in, play key roles in games that, I mean, some of them come in pretty early in games. So it just shows the confidence. Like I said earlier in the broadcast, we mentioned uh, Ducree. Um, man, I don't know. You could go on and on about the bright spots, and we're going to have to get – I know we're going to have – we're 4-0, and we're about to have to get super nitpicky guys on things that we can improve on. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and get mine out the way so y'all don't take it, but I would love us to, to create more turnovers. I think we have, I mean, we just have, I don't see us creating as many turnovers as I like to see. We're super aggressive on defense. It's not by design. I mean, it's not from design. I mean, we're going after the quarterback. We're going after the running backs. It's just, maybe those things will come slick. I don't know, and, and Darren, maybe, but I would love to see us get a few more turnovers. We, we lost the turnover battle, I believe tonight. But I mean, still one thirty-five to seven. Yeah, no, I think that's a really good point, and you know, you'll you'll hear me, Dave, as we go on into the the season, really, really continue to harp on this one point, and I made this tonight. Um, there's forty-eight minutes to play in a game, and I think the goal for Picayune and what is Picayune football is is coming out and trying to shorten this game as much as you can. When you do that, David, you're you're not you're you're anytime you're out here. I mean, if you're out in bad weather and lightning strike, and the more you're in that weather the more you're going to have an opportunity for lightning to hit you, right? So for this this team and these running backs and and really just that wear and tear, Darren mentioned that tread, if you can get, just like they started out with tonight, that nine-play nine drive that takes four minutes off the clock, that's shortening the game, right? It's, it's letting your defense get fresh and get hydrated and be ready, and then they come in and they're able to do that. So I think our time of possession, we only had the ball seven drives tonight. That's exactly, I think, our sweet spot. Anywhere from six to eight is where we need to be. And if we're putting up points on six to eight drives, that, that's a lot of points to be scored. And then our defense is doing their job as well. And I think if you take away the, the couple of drives that we had, we scored on big plays, right? Two, three play drives that ended in touchdowns. We haven't, we haven't done well with that so far. And I think tonight we saw more of that. We had 11 drives against Gulfport. And, and only had 21 points, that, that's not very effective on offense. So more of that going forward is going to be what we need to clean up. And we started that tonight. Let's continue that trend. Yeah. So Darren talks a few about a few things that you see us, maybe we can improve a little bit on. I mean, it's I know we're, like I said, it's it feels weird that we're asking like things that we can improve on when we've played pretty well through four games. I, I would just say what you said. We can improve on turnovers, trying to get those turnovers. And really, that's, that's all I see. I mean, you, you, the offensive line has come together and they, they've jailed tonight. And I, listen, I know we play some schools with some great defensive lines, 
And um, but tonight they showed up and played well. But uh, a bright spot, man, it's all over the field. Well, I, we're spoiled. I'm, I know I'm spoiled uh, to, to see such a good team, and we really trying to nitpick some things. But um, we are blessed to, to as a, as a town and as a community to come here and watch this type, this caliber of football. So, I mean, it, it, it's good. It, it's just a bright spot. But one thing I want to say. You, you mentioned it, and you were talking about shortening the game, Rick. I didn't know this, Dave, but when you scored 35 points this year, it's a running clock. Can you explain a little bit about that? Well, it's if you get – if a team leads by 35, the clock just automatically is going to run. So it's uh, used to – I think they, it had to be more than that or the coaches had to agree. So now it's, there's no agreement. Like it when it's 35 – No, it doesn't matter. Whenever they're up 35 or more. Well, it's at exactly 35. And from what I was t told from the ref, even when they scored, it still ran. So even when they got it back down to 28, it still was running. So I, I think it's from that point on, no matter what. So whenever, if you get a team up 35 by 35 points, the clock's going to run. That just, if you want to, if it happens in the second quarter and you try to get back in the game, it doesn't matter. It's going to keep running. That's the way I understood the ref, uh, the official wasn't the head ref, but it was the official on the sideline uh, telling somebody, it wasn't me, but I was listening um, about that rule. I, was, I think that's a new rule this year where it doesn't matter what the coaches say, 35 point lead, running clock, which I mean, it's all to keep the, you know, some of these games can get out of hand. I don't think this one was gonna get way, way out of hand just because I, I just don't, I don't think so, but it, there's going to be games this season where I know it's going to come into in effect and it's going to be a really good thing because I know there's some games where it could get really, really ugly, most likely. So we just nitpicked a little bit. I know, guys, it sounds crazy to even think about bad things. I mean, the defense, it's hard to even say anything bad about the defense and I bring up turnovers. But, uh, man, I just would love to see us win the turnover battle. All right. We're fixing to lead the stadium. We're setting up here. I mean, it's cleared out. Um, slick final thoughts from this one and moving into district. Anything you hadn't said, you can get maybe just a quick, uh, you know, right before we shut it off. Yeah, no, I mean, I think um, I think Darren alluded to this a little bit with the, the, the fresh tread stuff. I think that, you know, you, you, you hang your hat on the fact that you've gotten through a gauntlet, right, in four games. I mean, you played four tough opponents. Um, starting from Poplarville all the way to where we are now with Diabraville. And I think that you've, you've got your kids battle tested. So uh, now you come into, into district play and healthy and, and, and continue to work on what you're working on. But man, it's just, it's gonna be a lot of fun to watch, man. And, um, and I do, man, I, I wanna mention just one more time again, these seniors that have played uh, so well, man. And you know, what's so cool for them is, you know, they were sophomores on that, on that team that, that lost uh, in the state championship game at the Rock to West Point. They got to go back as juniors and defend that. They were, they were um, freshmen. freshmen on that, sorry. They were freshmen during that time. So they've got to, to uh, avenge that as well. So um, being able to come back and do it again, man, is is uh, is important that you, know, you have a chance to come back and make a run. But I'll, I'll caution them too, man, not to take anything for granted. You know, you have no guarantee of postseason play at this point. No guarantee of ever getting back to a state championship. You got to continue to stay focused, and that's really my my last point. It's just you know stay focused. We got any last uh, words before we get off, uh, Darren? Yeah, I'll say this: it's it's good to get out of district healthy. We're healthy going. I mean, I mean going into district, we are we're going in healthy, and uh, that's that's a positive. 
Uh, hats off to the players and, and the coaches, and I'm looking forward to the district play. Yeah, my final thoughts through four games is uh, impressive. Uh, that's the only word I can use. Um, I know we haven't beat a lot of teams by a lot of points, but it's just the way these guys play is just impressive. I mean, you can label the defense impressive. The, the offense was impressive tonight. So um, hats off to them. Like you said, uh, Slick, it's nothing's promised. You know, we had a team here a few years back, one state, and everybody said, oh, y'all won it a year early. Y'all weren't supposed to win it till next year. Well, y'all gonna win two in a row. It didn't happen. So there's never been a repeat champion here at uh, Picayune. They have a shot. I mean, it's just, can they do it? Who knows? I think health. I think health is going to be the big key if they can stay healthy. So Darren brought up a great point. Going into district, healthy, wound up, ready to go, following a 35 to seven victory over a pretty good Diavril team that was putting up a lot of points before this game. They put up a lot of points against Laurel, who you kind of want to measure yourself against Laurel any every year in 5A football. So um, it's a pretty good showing tonight from the Tide. So we're wrapping this one up this episode up here following the 35 to 7 victory over Diaville at Lee Triplett Stadium and we go to Carrier to play Perv Central for our first district game next Friday um, so everyone listen uh, for the podcast we're going to have a first our first real I'm going to say it's like it's our first real preview episode we threw one in there to get uh, a forehand in there and I want to say something if, if you listened m my apologies on the volume level on me talking with forehand I was running some new equipment. I got it figured out. So if you go on to the end of the episode and listen to me and Slick Talk, it's perfect. Real clear and the volume's great. So uh, thanks everyone for listening. We will have a preview episode for PRC and every district game this season and through the playoffs. And uh, hats out, hats off to Picayune tonight. Um, see y'all next week. Bank with your hometown bank, FNB Picayune Bank. With four branches in Picayune, a branch in Poplarville and Wiggins, and soon to have a branch in the Keel. The name has changed, but the employees continue to be the same friendly faces, offering you the same great service. So do your banking with your hometown bank. All right, I'm joined by senior defensive tackle Xavion Coleman following a 35-7 victory over Diaville. Zay, congrats on the uh, win tonight. I know uh, I know it's a build as a big game because it was revenge week. Only team that beat y'all last year. Um, how's that feel? It feels great, and especially when I didn't get to play from, from an injury, from my elbow. But it feels good to come back and dominate on the field, dominate on offense. It's just amazing. So talk a little bit about that, that defense of y'all. I mean, we, we, we talk a lot about on the podcast, we talked a lot about Waller. We talked about y'all, but uh, how fun is it? And I talked about it in our preview episode. Y'all guys, y'all, y'all look like y'all happy to play for each other. Talk a little bit about that cohesiveness between all the whole group on the defense. Oh, we we studied them all this week. After that loss, we we know we can't lose again. We studied them all this week. We'll go, you know, me and Monte, JB, D line. We'll whole D, defense. We'll go in the uh, film room, just watch them. Watch how they move, watch how they um come off the balls, make sure we stay low and uh keep dominating. Y'all seem to cheer a lot for everybody. Like oh, when yeah. yeah, when Waller makes a tackle or JB makes the play, 
It oh, seems yeah. like everybody's just so happy for everybody. That's just how that's just how we keep the energy up, you know. We we feel like we feel like we the best D line in the state. Well, so Coach, we gotta play like it. Coach Tyler Coach Tyler's been preaching it for a while. I believe he's right, so somebody gotta prove me wrong. All right, let's talk a little bit. You got any schools talking to you? Yeah, I got I got a couple schools. All right, so you think you you, you plan on you you plan on going to play at the next level? Oh yes sir. Yes, All right. Sir. Well, good luck, Xavion, and uh, thanks for the interview. And uh, got PRC next week. Oh, yeah, we got to get to it. All right, man. Thanks. Dungan Engineering is a proud sponsor of the Talking Ball Y'all podcast and the Talking Ball Y'all media group providing live coverage. Dungan Engineering provides service, strength, and solutions. Dungan Engineering has a incredibly talented and experienced staff that consistently seeks new ways to provide the services we provide to our clients. Our strength in part is rooted in our ability to provide superior engineering solutions, utilizing the latest technology available with the simple mission of improving the quality of life in the communities we serve. All right, I'm here with uh, Gage Thibodeau, senior offensive tackle for the Maroon Tide, following a 35-7 victory over Diablo. Gage, congrats on the win. Um, talk a little bit about this offensive line. You were here last year. You started all the games last year. Got a couple new pieces, but man, it looks like now y'all are finally getting it together. As y'all had a very, very nice performance tonight. Yeah, we got some dogs. I mean, Dino, we've been running to the right side a lot this game. I mean, he's improved a lot, and Quinn Haynes, he's a fast uh, guard, and the left side gets it done as well. So, yeah, we talked a little bit about this on the podcast, and coaches mentioned it was revenge week. You, you got y'all got revenge on the team that put a blemish on y'all's record last year. Now y'all have to wipe that clean and move to district next week. So, how do you feel as as a senior leader on the team? Y'all going to prepare next week starting district. Uh, it feels good, and uh, we're just taking it one game at a time, and we're ready to uh, be PRC. All right, man. Thanks, Gage. On uh, good luck next week against PRC. Thank you. Hi, I'm Sawyer. Are you tired of shopping for the best insurance for the Rose Premium? Talk to my dad and let him do the shopping for you. Call Ray Hart at A Plus Insurance right here in Begin for home. Auto, business, or life for all your insurance needs. Call 601 798 8032. A plus insurance is the right coverage for the right price. All right, I'm joined by junior defensive end JB McWilliams. Okay, congrats on the win 35 to 7 over Diaville. Man, this was billed as Revenge Week. I've asked every player that I've interviewed about it. Y'all got the revenge on the Iverville, but now you got to look forward to next week district. We ready. Um, we're going to take it game by game and try to, you know, make history. Look, I I want to ask you because you, you seem to be like, I know Waller gets a lot of attention, and but, man, it, when he makes a play, and you make a lot of good plays too, you made some really good plays tonight over there uh, from that defensive end spot. I asked Xavion about this. You guys love to play for each other. I mean, the energy and excitement that y'all have for one another is second to none. And talk a little bit about, like, I mean, you really, y'all really feel like brothers out there. Yo, that D-line, you know, we a group. We with each other every day. And we don't show no selfishness, no selfishness. When somebody like Zay Monte, they get their offers, congratulate them and tell them to get better. Like, we know 
we know what each other capable of. So when they do make a play, we turn up for each other. That's just a brotherhood right there. So you get to play a little tight end. Do you like playing tight end some? I really like to hit people. I don't really like to block. But, <laughs> but if they need me to, I'll play it. Hey, congrats, JB, and I'm glad. I, I had to redo this interview, folks. I called him a senior, and he corrected me. I can't believe we got him another year. I don't know what I was thinking when I was starting this interview. <laughs> Thanks for the uh, interview, Jimmy, JB, and uh, good luck next week. Thank you. Go visit Heron Ford located on Memorial Boulevard in Picayune, Mississippi. They are your proud local Ford Lincoln dealer. Whether you're looking for a used car or a new car, or if you have service needs, visit Herring Ford, once again, located on Memorial Boulevard in Picayune, Mississippi. All right, I'm here with junior linebacker Nathan Hickman following a 35-7 victory over Diaville. Nathan, uh, man, you, you coming in this season, you kind of took that role of Dorian Robinson left behind here. Um, how's it been filling in and being a starting linebacker? Um, it's been really great, honestly. Um, I had a chance last year was um, really like a learning year almost. Um, and I got a little bit of playing time last year, but coming into this year, um, it, everybody's starting already. Uh, kind of helped me out and uh, told me how it was. And it's, it's, been, it's been good so far. It's been, uh, it's been nice. Our defensive plans and just getting ready for the games have been very nice and uh, been good so far. I know, I know this game was kind of labeled as revenge week. I know, I know it has to feel a little better, but I know y'all got a bigger prize ahead of you. So how how you think y'all gonna process this win moving to district next week? Oh, it's just we, we wanted this game bad, and uh, because we unfortunately lost last year, but uh, we it, it's just getting back getting back at it, baby. Uh, it's just one game part of the season. We uh, we back to 0-0. Well, Hickman, you man, you seem to be around the ball. Have you got like two fumble recoveries on the season already, and uh, plenty of tackles, man. Just uh, the way you fly to the ball, along with you and Tyson, and that front uh, front four. Talk a little bit about what that front four does for you guys, you and Tyson and McGill, or how y'all are able to pursue the uh, running ball. Absolutely, absolutely. They're they're. I wouldn't ask for anybody better. They're they're unreal because. Um, just the way they come off the ball and uh, reset the line of scrimmage. It, it, they're not getting pushed back into us, so so we have a clear view of uh, where the ball is going and, and where it's being carried. And so they're, they're amazing. I wouldn't ask for anybody else. Hickman, congrats on the 35-7 victory over Diaville, and uh, good luck next week against PRC. Yes, sir. Thank you. Did you know the number one GM volume dealership of all of 2020 was here in Little Picayune, Mississippi? No, it wasn't in Jackson, Hattiesburg, or the bustling Gulf Coast. It was at Mossy of Picayune. That's right, Mossy of Picayune. Car buyers are driving hours for a great price and a great customer buying experience. At Mossy, you can shop, drive, and compare Chevy, Cadillac, Buick, and GMC all in one location. If a certified or pre-owned vehicle is what you're looking for, Mossy has a huge selection of trades and all fleece vehicles to choose from. You can see their entire lineup with pictures, prices, and hundreds of vehicles at MossySuperstore.com. That's MossySuperstore.com. Come in today and see why Mossy of Picune sells so many vehicles, or call the management team, Frank Bonanno, Keith Henry, or Roy Penton at 601-798-7575 to schedule your appointment 
today. All right, I'm here with head coach Cody Stogner following a 35-7 victory over Diaville. First, I want to say congrats, coach, on uh, the victory. Preseason's over now. We move on to district. Uh, next week, we got PRC. I know you labeled this as revenge week. So how do you think your guys are going to fare going into this week as preparation after a victory following – I mean, the only team that beat us last year. Well, I mean, it's great to get the revenge like they wanted to all week. You know, the week of preparation was great by these guys. And, you know, but right now we're going back to 0-0. We talked about we wanted to win the first part of the season, which, you know, we divided up in three seasons, three, three seasons in a season. So we won, uh, you know, we were fortunate enough to go 4-0 in, in the preseason. Now we're back to 0-0, and it's the games that really matter. And, and uh, the games that's going to, you know, that each game matters. And so starting next week is, you know, not going to be an easy task. We're going to come out Monday and have the best Monday of the year. Coach got the ground, ground game was rolling today. Um, you had a big run by Dante, but man, we were able to get bigger chunks this game. Is that just, I mean, is it, I feel like the O-line's just getting better and better every week. I mentioned it in our podcast at Gulfport. I thought that second half, they were growing up. Oh yeah, man. You know, and that's, what, that's, that's how we do it. You know, we, we've got some three guys in there who this is their fourth game they've ever played varsity football. And that's what we're expecting. That's what we ask them to do is to get better every day and every week. And, and that's what you see tonight. Well, you know, I felt like we had a dominant performance by our offensive line tonight. And, you know, and is able to open up those big holes for Dante, Chris, and Darnell, and, and they're everybody back there, you know. So, I mean, give credit to the big guys up front. Well, I say big guys. They're big, they're big in my eyes. they got hearts as big as this world. So, you know, I mean. It's just that's one thing I like seeing about us. We are we are getting better and better every week. Coach, congrats on the uh, 35 to 7 victory of the Ville. District starts next week, and uh, good luck. Thank you.